Hey, uh, I've been looking forward to this. We had a chat to him the other day, and after what we've seen and what's happened, we get to have a chat to him again. His name oh. is... Sorry. Sorry, he, he's, well, you can go. I was going to say, you, I feel like we've got you. We've won you over. Who, me? Yeah. What do you mean, won me over? I feel like the Socceroos have won you over. Don't throw me under before we talk to Mark, before this. Well, I hope he gets into you. He he probably will. His name's Mark Milligan. We love him here. Hello, Mark. (laughs) Morning, gentlemen. How are we? Good. Uh, uh, Mate, Adelaide Faithful didn't let the Socceroos down with the turnout at the Telstra Plaza. No doubt you've seen the the footage from there. Where did you take in uh, the game? A little bit of... A little bit at home and then a little bit at training. So, yeah, yeah, a little bit of a mixed match. But I had my father-in-law over and um, we all, the coaching staff here, we all had big plans to come in and watch it at the training ground. But I think the early start got the better of all of us. So we watched it at home. So, Mark, what uh, what are your initial thoughts now that it's all done and dusted? I mean, it's been terrific to see the support behind the Socceroos uh, over this World Cup campaign. It was obviously going to be an almighty task to, to knock off Argentina, but uh, even after going 2-0 down, the boys still showed plenty of fight and, and Aussie spirit. And, geez, with, with a couple of late shots in that game, we, we nearly we nearly took it to extra time. What, what was your summation of, uh, of the game and then the, the World Cup as a whole? Yeah, look, I think the, the Argentina game probably, you know, summed up the majority of, of our tournament and... We very much, I think, got back to, you know, what, what we've been known for, uh, you know, for probably for the best part of a decade, which is, you know, mixing it with the best of them. And it was a very disciplined performance. I thought the first half was, was very, very good. And it, the second half was, you know, was excellent. Obviously, two conceding two goals the way we did were, you know, it's disappointing. But I think the way that the boys responded and, you know, took it to the you know very very last minute. Um, I think really summed up their tournament and you know the way that they went about things in general over the four games. Um, you know, you, the best thing about it and something that we always spoke about and, and no doubt would have been spoken about in the camp that's just been was it. A lot of people get up very early to watch and to support, and I think when they see the pictures of you know what was happening back home, that that would have given them. They're great confidence and help them so much throughout their journey over there. Uh, so uh, this squad has been compared to a lot in recent days about uh, that that two thousand and and six squad in terms of what we've been able to achieve. I mean, winning multiple games at a World Cup, scoring in uh, in multiple games as well. How do you, can you compare the the two squads and what they've achieved? Because, geez, what what the boys have achieved uh, in this World Cup, it's been pretty pretty significant. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think I've never been one for sort of comparing teams because it's very, very difficult. Um, different areas, different oppositions, different players. I think these boys have earned in their own right everything that they've achieved. They had an extremely tough qualification period. Um, you know, they got through that. We, we know how many obstacles they had to overcome. A tough, tough start to the tournament here against France. I think the best thing for me was they took a lot of lessons from that. We didn't see... Uh, that kind of performance again in terms of the way that they, they started games. We started games on the front foot um, in Denmark in against Argentina, even against Tunisia. And, um, so they took their lessons and they learned from that and, they, and they, they moved on. And that's, I think, why they had so much success. It would have been very, very easy after that France game to sort of roll over, put your hands up and, you know, enjoy the last few days and then come home and everyone moves on. But they didn't. They, they, they learned, they, um, they got better, 
and and they deserved everything they got. And you know, probably a little bit unlucky in the end to fall a little bit short because you you know that you, you score. You, I know we talk about what ifs and things like that, but they they deserve those opportunities late on the game. And if that goes into extra time, then you know anything can happen. You're spot on. So a little bit of a different question here now. So obviously with a, a, such a successful campaign from our Socceroos, there's going to be a bit of a spike in, in popularity. There's no doubt about that. A lot of young kids would have been watching the boys and, and get up and, and watching them and do their thing. Last, last time this happened, do you think there was a bit of a, uh, a missed opportunity in, in terms of reaping the rewards of, of our Socceroos doing so well in a in a World Cup campaign, do, do the, do the, does the FA need to, to cash in and, and, and where do they need to focus their energy to, to make the most of this? Is it in the grassroots? Is it uh, at club level? Is it invest more in the A-League? What, what are some of the things do you think the FA can do to build and maximise on, on the Socceroos' success in this World Cup? Yeah, they most definitely have to capitalise on this. And this, they've had multiple opportunities in the past to capitalise. So, yes, not only the 2006 World Cup, we had the Asian Cup on home soil in 2015, and I think that was probably the biggest missed opportunity that the FFA has, has had to capitalise on it. We spoke about, well, I spoke about the importance of qualifying for the World Cup because in the lead-up, there's a lot of talk about, you know, it's not such a big deal if we miss one, we can sort of reset and get going. But it is a big deal because you lose a whole generation of kids that don't get to witness, uh, you know, Australia, the Socceroos at a World Cup. Um, I think the, the main areas they need to focus on, and, and this is going back to my childhood as well, I think is the A-League because everything needs to, to focus around that. You see how many boys in the squad now have, have been in the A-League, played in the A-League, or are currently still in the A-League. These kids now need something to, to aspire to, somewhere to aim to go and play. Yes, it's all well and good to have dreams to go and play overseas, but like myself as a kid, my fondest memories are still watching the old NSL, watching our Oli Roos play at Parramatta Stadium against Brazil, watching the Socceroos come home. So I think if we have a strong domestic league that these kids can aim for, then everything else sort of falls in line and follows that. We're starting to invest a lot more in grassroots. That needs to continue, but we need to make sure that, that our top level, that our professional level is absolutely spot on. Uh, speaking of domestic level, you're back in action Friday night against the Brisbane uh, Raw, who won their last start. Um, what are we expecting from the team? What are you expecting uh, in, in this sort of match? Are you fit and firing? Yeah, absolutely. The boys over the last couple of weeks have been, honestly, fantastic. It's um, been a, a tough period. It's always tough, that sort of mid-season break. They know they have a few weeks off, but they've been working extremely hard. And Look, Brisbane up there will be a difficult test. Uh, thankfully, we've had some nice weather here in Adelaide, and, and we've made the most of it. I don't know how much the boys have enjoyed the, the, the <laughs> nice weather, but but it's definitely helped us prepare for, for Brisbane because that is, uh, you know, something that needs to be taken into consideration. We want to play a high-tempo game. We want to be able to take it to the opposition. So, um, yeah, we've had a few days adapting to that and acclimatising, and Look, although it's extremely unfortunate uh, the way that the Socceroos ended, we are over the moon to have Goody back. Hopefully he comes back in, in good nick and available for Friday night as well. I know that'll be another boost for the boys and look, we want to continue on with our uh, winning ways and the performances that we put on before this break. Uh, we wish you the best of luck. Just quickly, when do we expect um, Goodwin back? 
Well, we, we rang up and made sure he's on the next flight out of Qatar. So <laughs> it should, should be soon. <laughs> well, you'll let us know when he's back, mate. Uh, he's had a superb, he's had a superb uh, tournament too. Best of luck, mate. We, uh, we're right behind the Adelaide United. Hopefully you can get the win up there. Thank you, boys. Cheers. Have a good day. Mark Milligan there, and uh, hopefully United can get it done.